from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. It is the greatest political soundbite of the last seven years. It is what at least half of this country has been thinking. It is what at least half of this country has been afraid to say out loud. It is what at least half of this country would like to see adapted into our new national anthem. The soundbite is from January 6th, 2021, and it is of the chief of staff for Nancy Pelosi telling the speaker that the Secret Service has dissuaded Trump from marching to the Capitol alongside the insurrectionists. So at the moment he is not coming, but that could change. Oh, he comes. I'm going to punch him out. And so my mom, I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. And I'm going to be happy. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. A nation sings in unison. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. 
The tape is from CNN, and it is part of Speaker Pelosi's filmmaker daughter's recordings of that day. It was not used in the January 6th committee hearing yesterday, I guess, out of a sense of decorum or out of respect for the seriousness of the subject. But to be blunt, after seven years of hearing Trump and his gangsters and his thugs and his brown shirts and his psychopaths make every possible threat veiled and unveiled, it is cathartic to the point of being life-affirming to hear it finally thrown back in Trump's face. Somebody comes and I'm going to punch him out. And this is my mom. I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be happy. I want to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. Have kids say that instead of the Pledge of Allegiance. Build a statue of Trump somewhere with his hair standing straight up and his gut sticking straight out, just so that can be inscribed on the base. Our reluctance to say something like that is at the core of the ever-simmering, ever-growing willingness of the fascists to threaten violence, to use violence, to believe they have the right to violence. It is simple. They did not expect anybody to fight back figuratively or literally, and to date, they have been absolutely correct. It is the essence of January 6th. Apart from the growing clarity that Trump must have known, must have arranged it so those defending the Capitol would be reluctant to use lethal force, they knew that the response would not be that of Lindsey Graham, whom D.C. cop Michael Fanon quoted as saying of the insurrectionists, quote, you guys should have shot them all in the head. It is what that same Trump government would have done if that crowd really had been Antifa or leftist or in any way slightly anti-Trump. And before you shrink from the prospect of political violence in this nation, what was Charlottesville? What was the MAGA pipe bomber? What was the MAGA pipe bomber's list of second wave targets so extensive that the FBI told me even I was on it? What was the attack at the Cincinnati FBI office? What were the phone calls the other night to Katie Hobbs' office in Arizona after the press conference by that fascist Carrie Lake? What was Greg Gianforti's attack on Ben Jacobs? What was the Pittsburgh synagogue mass shooting? You're worried about political violence? We're already there, baby. I think if we were honest about it, I'm going to punch him out and I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to be happy would not have resonated the way it has and will continue to. It is a microcosm of everything that has happened in the 21 months since Trump stochastically led his mob to try to violently overthrow our government which we have wasted trying to prove to people who are pretending not to believe it that Trump really did stochastically lead his mob to try to violently overthrow our government. Just as it is a microcosm of everything that has happened in the last 21 months since the FBI and the Secret Service looked the other way and then destroyed the evidence that they did look the other way, which we have wasted trying to prove it to people who are pretending not to believe it, even as the evidence poured off the screen during that committee hearing yesterday. And everything I said here months ago about the need to dissolve the Secret Service and start a new one from scratch, because this one is not loyal in the slightest to the President of the United States, was confirmed. And it turns out to have gone double for the FBI. And yet there is Trump's FBI director still in office rather than in jail, overseeing dozens or hundreds or thousands of FBI employees who cannot wait to try to help Trump regain power legally or otherwise. 
It has been pointed out by several political scientists last night and earlier than that, that this is the only country in modern history in which a violent coup was attempted in broad daylight and the government that fended it off has had to go beg courts and beg committees and beg congressmen to please, please let us investigate it and let us prosecute it and let us try to prevent it from ever happening again. It was a coup d'etat, as real and as threatening as anything in Latin America, as anything in Russia, as anything in Myanmar, as anything in Cuba, as anything in France, where they've tried three of these since 1958. And in all those countries, nobody has flinched at the rule. You try to overthrow the government violently, the government does not need to subpoena you to make you show up and testify. I don't think Lindsey Graham was right. Ultimately, it may prove to have been important and even democracy saving that those defending the Capitol that day did not respond in that way. But bluntly again, the January 6th committee subpoenas Trump. He should not get the option to just leak to Maggie freaking Haberman. But, oh, he'll do it if he can testify live. He should not get any goddamned options at all. And that is especially true since Philip Bump of the Washington Post crystallized a feeling that really isn't true. There's no real beginning point, he writes, for Trump's unending claims that American elections are riddled with fraud. Well, today, the otherwise impeccable Mr. Bump is wrong. He cites the 2016 Iowa caucuses, which Trump lost. But in fact, by then, it had been three and a half years since Trump first lit the fuse that exploded on January 6th. He lit it on November 6th, 2012, on Twitter, when Obama beat Romney and Trump concluded Romney had gotten more votes at the ballot box. Quote, Trump, he lost the popular vote by a lot, and on the election, we should have a revolution in this country. Quote, Trump. The phony electoral college made a laughingstock out of our nation. The loser won. Quote Trump, more votes equals a loss. Revolution. Quote Trump, the election is a total sham and a travesty. We are not a democracy. Quote Trump, our country is now in serious and unprecedented trouble like never before. Quote Trump, the electoral college is a disaster for democracy. And most relevantly... Quote Trump, we can't let this happen. We should march on Washington and stop this travesty. Our nation is totally divided. And, quote Trump, let's fight like hell and stop this great and disgusting injustice. The world is laughing at us. 22 days from now. Trump will have been trying to overthrow the government of the United States for a decade. Enough. He won't comply with the subpoena, or he tries to stunt the stolen documents case somehow. He threatens the source deep storage. Frog march him to court or to the Capitol. Mind you, don't hurt him. Just frog march him. Let the government take care of him. Oh, government. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be happy.
I want a jacket that says that on the front and on the back. Still ahead on Countdown, Elon Musk being investigated by the government over the Twitter deal. Dan Patrick and I together again, only now in podcast form. And Worst Persons is whole once more. I won't tell you the name of the latest winner, but right you are, Mr. Mayhoffer. We'll do it live. That's next. This is Countdown. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Countdown with Keith Olbermann. Thank you, Kenny. Kenny Maine's presence in this edition of Countdown will be explained in a moment. Still ahead, oh no, what a shock. The government thinks Elon Musk might have broken some rules during this year-long drama he's made us suffer through about buying Twitter. Plus, Dan Patrick and me together again for the first time. And in Worse Persons, we welcome home the moron who made Worse Persons famous. First, in each edition of Countdown, we feature a dog in need whom you can help. Every dog has its day. 
Let's return to the New York pound where the big, smiley, 63-pound puppy Smokey is on the kill list, a year old. He's playful but pushy. He's confident but very energetic. So he needs an experienced foster or adopter who can get him focused. He should not die because his previous human did not know what to do with him. Your pledges to defray the costs for a rescue to save him might literally save his life. Smokey will be in the pinned tweet at my account for dogs in need at Tom Jumbo Grumbo on Twitter. If you can't pledge, just retweeting his story will help. And thank you very much for doing so. Postscripts to the news, some headlines, some insights, some snark. Dateline Wilmington, Delaware. This is the most shocking headlines in months. It's a news story about Elon Musk that actually has something to do with his business, not him being Putin's whore or welcoming back Kanye West or taking a bus to Neptune or whatever it was. Twitter has asked the judge in the suspended court case over his purchase of the website for documents that it says Musk has because those documents indicate, quote, Elon Musk is presently under investigation by federal authorities for his conduct in connection with the acquisition of Twitter, unquote. This guy going to turn Tesla into BlackBerry, isn't he? Dateline Bristol, Connecticut. Authorities there now operating under the thesis that a phone call about a domestic dispute was made to lure police officers to a home on Redstone Hill Road in that city where a man shot three of them, killing two. The crime is unconnected to this next fact, but it's a disturbing fact nonetheless. When the address was broadcast, hundreds of us jumped. Redstone Hill Road in Bristol is essentially the back door to the headquarters of ESPN. It's literally about a block away. And Dateline Broward County, Florida, three jurors held out against the others, and so the Parkland school shooter, Nicholas Cruz, will not get the death penalty after murdering 17. It is life in prison for him. The judge cannot overrule the jury. This is Sports Center. Wait, check that. Not anymore. This is Countdown with Keith Olbermann. In sports, only one baseball playoff game yesterday. Astros over the Mariners, 4-2. They lead that series 2-zip. Congrats yet again to TBS Television. After Houston's Ryan Presley struck out Seattle's Cal Raleigh in the top of the ninth to end the game, the TBS score bug changed from top of ninth to, no, not final, but to middle of ninth. I hosted the postseason for TBS nine years ago, and it's the only job I ever quit because I was afraid that if the same people who produced our studio shows had installed the overhead lights in the studio, we would all either be crushed to death when they fell or we would all get caught in a fire. The Yankees and Guardians were rained out in New York, so we don't know yet if the Dolan family is going to hit the century mark. James Dolan has owned the New York Knicks for 28 seasons without winning a championship. He has owned the New York Rangers for 27 seasons without winning a championship. He owned the basketball New York Liberty for 22 seasons without winning a championship. 
Jimmy's Uncle Larry and Cousin Paul bought the Guardians, then the Cleveland Indians, in 2000. And last fall, they hit 22 seasons without winning a championship. That's 28 plus 27 plus 22 plus another 22 equals 99 seasons without a championship. So if the Guardians do not win the World Series this year, the Dolan family will be oh for 100 years. Nice work, boys. And you may know that from 1992 through 1997, Dan Patrick and I were on SportsCenter co-hosting it every night. And then again, from 2005 through 2007, Dan and I were on his ESPN radio show every afternoon. In 2008 and 2009, we co-anchored Football Night in America on NBC. We co-anchored his whole Super Bowl pregame show one year. That's a lot of time together. But other than that, nah, almost no time together whatsoever. We went to the last regular season game at Boston Garden before it closed. We had dinner in California in 1999. We did an event at the Paley Center in 2012 in New York. We did a kind of a mini sports center to celebrate ESPN's 40th anniversary in 2019. But when we get together now, it's a rarity. And we got together for the first time in three years for our pal Kenny Maine's new podcast, Hey Maine, the Kenny Maine Talks to Famous People podcast, which is now available without a prescription wherever you get your podcasts and is an Odyssey product. And if you listen to it, they promise they're going to reduce the ads that they put in all online sports programming from 815 per game to 814. Well, the edition anyway with Dan and me is up and out and published and it's dropped and live and it's in the ether. And here's a clip of Dan explaining how insecure he was at the beginning of our Sports Center tenure together and how insecure I wasn't. Well, there was so much uh, competition there behind the scenes and the shows and Myers. I mean, it was there was a lot going on, Kenny. Now it's revisionist history where people look back and go, oh, you guys must have been treated like kings. And, you know, yes, like like all the ones who were guillotined in France. Yeah. <laughs> like those and, but we but we weren't. And, you know, I think that fed into the insecurity, whereas Keith just plowed through, you know, his motto was bleep him. <laughs> and I I just kept going. No, no, we got come on. Let's play nice. And. And then I just realized that it was Keith, myself, Mike McQuaid, you know, Ed Schimmel, and that was it. And then you're like, it's us in against management there because it really felt like they they were so nervous. And in their words, uh, we don't want another Chris Berman. That's the last thing you'd want. Somebody. <laughs> Completely successful, who's recognized exactly. and put your network on the map. You don't want a room full of Chris Bermans and the, I don't know, $75 million a year to make you in profit. <laughs> well, you, don't want, no, you don't want that at all. Dan wins by making the Ed Schimmel drop there. Beautiful. Hey, Maine is the podcast name. It's on for like an hour or, or it's 12 hours. I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't listen to it. I've talked enough to Kenny and, and to Dan. But you might enjoy it. Hell, Dan and I both swear in it. Coming up, Fridays with Thurber, Mr. Preble gets rid of his wife when a couple bickers over how one of them is going to kill the other one. Next. First, the daily roundup of the miscreants, morons, and Dunning-Kruger effect specimens who constitute today's worst persons in the world. 
The bronze NBC News chairman Cesar Conde took over last year and the credibility of the news operation is already in shambles. If it isn't Chuck Todd both sidesing insurrection, it's Andrea Mitchell mumbling incoherently about how John Fetterman is unfit to serve because he was using a text dictation device like you have on your iPhone. Andrea should borrow Fetterman's device. And now that topic and the mess that they let an inexperienced correspondent named Dasha Burns create by her editorializing about what John Fetterman could and could not, quote, understand, has permitted Tucker Carlson of Fox News to quote Dasha Burns and NBC News and to say that what Dasha Burns, quote, just told you is that before the machine was turned on, John Fetterman could not understand human language. Chairman Conde still hasn't cleaned up that mess, nor the mess his veteran correspondent Peter Alexander made after Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony to the January 6th committee about the Secret Service and Trump. He quoted Alexander, that is, unnamed sources saying the testimony was not true and that the Secret Service agents in question would happily testify to that effect. Well, the agents never testified. It is quite clear that Hutchinson told the truth and NBC sources and the agents lied and NBC News has never corrected it. But as somebody inside NBC News told me, don't bother to go ask Cesar Conde to do something about it. He's too busy out of the office auditioning to become the CEO of Rotor Rooter or something. The runners-up, Penn State University, while acknowledging that the man in question is guilty of, quote, hateful and discriminatory rhetoric, the school has rejected a student appeal to cancel an appearance on the Penn State campus 10 days from now by Gavin McInnes, the founder of the fascist hate group, the ironically named Proud Boys. Thousands of dollars in student fees will be spent to permit McInnes to spew his bile while calling it, get this, a comedy show. McInnes claims to be a comedian. He compares himself to George Carlin. The only thing comical about Proud Boy Gavin McInnes is his face. But our winner, oh, welcome back. It's Billo, Bill O'Reilly. No, he's not dead. But you know how old he is? He's 206. The U.S. Attorney's Office in New Jersey has now announced an 18-count indictment against National Realty Investment Advisors, complete with charges such as securities and wire fraud, tax evasion, aggravated identity theft, subscribing to false tax returns, and running a Ponzi scheme. Right you are, Mr. Mayhoffer. And guess who did radio commercials for the Ponzi scheme? Right you are again, Mr. Mayhoffer. Billo! National Realty Investment Advisors can get you 12% returns because they're buying high-end real estate in gentrifying neighborhoods. Your money is as safe as if you invested it in loofahs or a falafel stand or a Sylvia's restaurant where no one says, Hey, MFR, I want some more iced tea. Okay, that was not the actual commercial script. That's writer embellishment. And Bill O'Reilly and the other spokesmen for this Ponzi scheme have not been charged. However... I can charge him. Bill, don't charge me. How could you possibly make my life worse or make me suffer more than I already have? O'Reilly, today's worst person in the world. Have you got the loofah ready? Where's my loofah? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. To the top of the countdown and Fridays with Thurber. And I am not going to dare suggest to you that there isn't at least something misogynistic about Mr. Preble gets rid of his wife. But the ultimate point of this short story so masterfully crafted by James Thurber, this matter-of-fact style that almost makes you forget you are hearing about a man trying to murder his wife, is in a larger sense about the fact that women are more successful than men. This story does not compliment men, it does not compliment women, it does not compliment human beings, but it is still marvelous. Mr. Preble Gets Rid of His Wife by James Thurber. Mr. Preble was a plump, middle-aged lawyer in Scarsdale. He used to kid with his stenographer about running away with him. Let's run away together, he would say during a pause in dictation. All righty, she would say. One rainy Monday afternoon, Mr. Preble was more serious about it than usual. Let's run away together, said Mr. Preble. All righty, said his stenographer. Mr. Preble jingled the keys in his pocket and looked out the window. My wife would be glad to get rid of me, he said. Would she give you a divorce? asked the stenographer. I don't suppose so, he said. The stenographer laughed. You'd have to get rid of your wife. 
she said. Mr. Preble was unusually silent at dinner that night. About half an hour after coffee, he spoke without looking up from his paper. Let's uh, go down in the cellar, Mr. Preble said to his wife. What for? she said, not looking up from her book. Oh, I don't know, he said. We uh, never go down in the cellar anymore the way we used to. We never did go down in the cellar that I remember, said Mrs. Preble. I could rest easy the balance of my life if I never went down in the cellar. Mr. Preble was silent for several minutes. Supposing I said it meant a whole lot to me, began Mr. Preble. What's come over you? his wife demanded. It's cold down there, and there's absolutely nothing to do. We could uh, pick up pieces of coal, said Mr. Preble. We might get up some sort of game with pieces of coal. I don't want to, said his wife. Anyway, I'm reading. Listen, said Mr. Preble, rising and walking up and down. Why won't you come down in the cellar? You can read down there as far as that goes. There isn't a good enough light down there, she said. And anyway, I'm not going to go down in the cellar. You may as well make up your mind to that. Gee whiz, said Mr. Preble, kicking at the edge of a rug. Other people's wives go down in the cellar. Why is it you never want to do anything? I come home, worn out from the office, and you won't even go down in the cellar with me. God knows it isn't very far. It isn't as if I was asking you to go to the movies or someplace. I don't want to go, shouted Mrs. Preble. Mr. Preble sat down on the edge of a Davenport. All right, all right, he said. He picked up the newspaper again. I wish you'd let me tell you more about it. It's, it's kind of a surprise. Will you quit harping on that subject, asked Mrs. Preble. Listen, said Mr. Preble, leaping to his feet. I might as well tell you the truth instead of beating around the bush. I want to get rid of you so I can marry my stenographer. Is there anything especially wrong about that? People do it every day. Love is something you can't control. We've been all over that, said Mrs. Preble. I'm not going to go all over that again. I just wanted you to know how things are, said Mr. Preble. But you have to take everything so literally. Good Lord. Do you suppose I really wanted to go down in the cellar and make up some silly game with pieces of coal? I never believed that for a minute, said Mrs. Preble. I knew all along you wanted to get me down there and bury me. You can say that now, after I told you said Mr. Preble, but it would never have occurred to you if I hadn't. You didn't tell me. I got it out of you, said Mrs. Preble. Anyway, I'm always two steps ahead of what you're thinking. You're never within a mile of what I'm thinking, said Mr. Preble. Is that so? I knew you wanted to bury me the minute you got set foot in this house tonight. Mrs. Preble held him with a glare. Now that's just plain damn exaggeration, said Mr. Preble, considerably annoyed. You knew nothing of the sort. As a matter of fact, I never thought of it till just a few minutes ago. It was in the back of your mind, said Mrs. Preble. I suppose this filing woman put you up to it. You needn't get sarcastic, said Mr. Preble. I have plenty of people to file without having her file. She doesn't know anything about this. She isn't in on it. I was going to tell her you'd gone to visit some friends and fell over a cliff. She wants me to get a divorce. That's a laugh, 
said Mrs. Preble. That's a laugh. You may bury me, but you'll never get a divorce. She knows that. I told her that, said Mr. Preble. I mean, I told her I'd never get a divorce. Oh, you probably told her about burying me, too, said Mrs. Preble. That's not true, said Mr. Preble with dignity. That's between you and me. I was never going to tell a soul. You'd blab it to the whole world. Don't tell me, said Mrs. Preble. I know you. Mr. Preble puffed at his cigar. I wish you were buried now it was all over with, he said. Don't you suppose you would get caught, you crazy thing, she said. They always get caught. Why don't you go to bed? You're just getting yourself all worked up over nothing. I'm not going to bed, said Mr. Preble. I'm going to bury you in the cellar. I got my mind made up to it. I don't know how I could make it any plainer. Listen, cried Mrs. Preble, throwing her book down. Will you be satisfied and shut up if I go down in the cellar? Can I have a little peace if I go down in the cellar? Will you let me alone then? Yes, said Mr. Preble, but you spoil it by taking that attitude. Sure, sure, I always spoil everything. I stop reading right in the middle of a chapter. I'll never know how the story comes out, but that's nothing to you. Did I make you start reading that book? Asked Mr. Preble. He opened the cellar door. Here, you go first. Said Mrs. Preble, starting down the steps. It's cold down here. You would think of this at this time of the year. Any other husband would have buried his wife in the summer. You can't arrange those things just whenever you want to, said Mr. Preble. I didn't fall in love with this girl till late fall. Anybody else would have fallen in love with her long before that. She's been around for years. Why is it you always let other men get in ahead of you? Mercy, but it's dirty down here. What have you got down there? I was going to hit you over the head with a shovel, said Mr. Preble. You were, huh? said Mrs. Preble. Well, get that out of your mind. You want to leave a great big clue right here in the middle of everything where the first detective that comes snooping around will find it? Go out in the street and find some piece of iron or something. Something doesn't belong to you. All right, said Mr. Preble. But there won't be any piece of iron in the street. Women always expect to pick up a piece of iron anywhere. If you look in the right place, you'll find it, said Mrs. Preble. And don't be gone long. Don't you dare stop in at the cigar store. I'm not going to stand down here in this cold cellar all night and freeze. All right, said Mr. Preble. I'll hurry. And shut that door behind you, she screamed after him. Where were you born? In a barn? Mr. Preble Gets Rid of His Wife by James Thurber. I've done all the damage I can do here. Help me out. Subscribe to this podcast or accost a random passerby or give it five stars or give it five. I clapped like a seal or or something. Most of our music, including our theme from Beethoven's Ninth, was arranged, produced, and performed by Brian Ray and John Philip Chanel, who are the Countdown Musical Directors. All the orchestration and the keyboards by John Philip Chanel. Guitars, bass, and drums by Brian Ray. Produced by TKO Brothers. Other Beethoven selections have been arranged and performed by No Horns Allowed. The sports music is the Olbermann theme from ESPN2, and it was written by Mitch Warren Davis, courtesy of ESPN Inc. Musical comments from Nancy Faust, the best baseball stadium organist ever. Our announcer today was Kenny Main, and this is a second reminder. His new podcast is up. 
Hey, Maine. And his guests are Dan Patrick and me. I just wish he'd talk to me first about that title. Hey, Maine. Everything else is pretty much my fault. That's countdown for this, the 647th day since Donald Trump's first attempted coup against the democratically elected government of the United States. Arrest him now while we still can. There'll be a new episode Monday. Till then, I'm Keith Alderman. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and good luck. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.